Uh, hi, I'm Mayul Thanki, and I look after wholesale digital channels for the MENAT region. This session was based on customer feedback that we received when we launched APIs. The question we frequently received from customers was, how safe are APIs? We today have two distinguished speakers, Simon Barnes, who's the global head of API for wholesale digital channels. And we also have John Phoenix, who's our global lead from an API perspective on the, in the IT domain. And he's also an integration and a BAS architect. Simon will start and provide a small overview on APIs. This will be followed by John, who will dive into a bit more detailed into the security aspects from an API perspective. Remember, the theme is API and security. With this, now I'd like to hand over to Simon. How do you as customers integrate with us? How do you uh, benefit from those API possibilities? And what we're doing now in a lot of um, situations is we've started to build apps which are available in a number of TMS and ERP platforms, or we've pre-integrated into a number of TMS or ERP platforms so that you as a customer, we take a lot of that heavy lift away from you. Um, so standing up IT teams and actually business contacts can actually come in and it's a case of configuring your TMS or ERP platforms to then benefit from the API propositions that we offer in our marketplace. So two key ones that we're seeing that we're in flight at this moment is HSBC is the first bank to offer a NetSuite app, which we call a suite app, which uh, incorporates our payments, trade and FX capability uh, in an app. That's currently been piloted in the UK, but we'll look to move that further. And I'm sure probably people have seen in the press that HSBC has gone into an alliance with NetSuite in the US, where we are supporting um, NetSuite in delivering a banking proposition to their customers on their NetSuite app. Uh, and that's all powered by our, our API capability uh, to be able to deliver that. Lovely. Thank you very much, Sai. So, yeah, thank you uh, for giving me this opportunity to speak to you. API security is such an important area. Uh, it's a prime concern to HSBC. If you, not to overly concern you, but if you were to look at a lot of the large hacks that have happened uh, that are publicly available, often it is the APIs that get attacked. Even the, the big ones that have been <clears throat> Facebook and other ones that have happened have uh, been in the news over the last uh, couple of years. So API security is, is a, a prime concern for us. It's really, really important. And we put in place multiple aspects. Some of them are tools, some of them best practice, all industry best practice in order to ensure the security of your messages to us. So what we're going to be covering is how do we confirm the identity? of the callers of our APIs? How do we make sure that people, when they call our APIs, they're only allowed to do permitted operations? You know, if you're debiting an account via an API, how do we make sure that it's your account that gets debited and not somebody else's? How do we protect the API messages as they are moving from your systems to our systems? How do we make sure that there's no tampering of the messages? You know, you send us a message for a thousand dollars somebody intercepts it and changes it to a million dollars how do we make sure that we're fully aware of that tampering and we're going to explain that and then how do we make sure that your messages are private and they can't be intercepted by anybody while they're being transmitted or at rest and then lastly what other protection we have in place there are deliberate attacks from hackers out there to overwhelm our systems 
we protect against that. But also accidents can happen. You could accidentally send us many, many API calls when you weren't intending to. So we have protection in place for deliberate and accidental overuse. So first of all, let's talk about API authentication and authorization. Now imagine you're a user of one of our digital channels, uh, a web-based channel. We want to know who you are. So you get a username and a password. That gets you in through the front door, if you like, to one of our digital channels, a web or a mobile app. But once you're in the front door, we want to know what you're allowed to do. And that's your authorization. And exactly the same is true for APIs. Now, APIs don't get called by a person. They come from one of your systems. Maybe it's a vendor application you're using or your own finance systems. And they hit one of our API providers. But we still need to make absolutely sure that it's you that's sending us the message. So we need to authenticate who is sending us the message from your side. And then once we've got that API message, we want to make sure that we're only acting on accounts or what other products that you've set up ahead of time to access via API. So these are really important, knowing who you are when you call us to make sure that nobody is impersonating you and authorizing the calls to make sure that somebody else can't accidentally or deliberately access your products and services. So how do we start to do this? Well, there's many layers, as I said. The first of all, we want to protect the API calls while they're being transmitted to us. So our API calls uh, use the World Wide Web as transport. So when you're browsing the web, you'll know that if you go into your web browser, you'll see a little padlock when you're on a trusted site. And we use exactly the same technology for our API. That's the first level of protection transport layer security or TLS. And so that protects messages while they're in flight. And a lot of people stop there, but we go further than that. We not only protect your message while it is being transmitted, but we also protect it while it's at rest. And you may think that your message, when you're sending a message to HSBC via API is never at rest but actually you may be quite surprised from when your message leaves your accounting system, your ERP, your TMS system, it may be at rest within your organization once or twice as it hops to the internet. While a message is traveling around the internet, it does stop at various different uh, global routers and other technical infrastructure of the World Wide Web. So we use message level encryption in addition to transport level encryption. It does carry an overhead, but it's worth it because we can add in additional protection. So for example, we can make sure that nobody who could intercept your message can ever read it. It's only HSBC that can read the messages you send to us. And it's only you that can read the responses that HSBC sends back to you. When you actually come to send a message to us over API, there are a number of steps that we ask you to do, and we do provide technical help. We can provide you some example code, and we can provide you an endpoint that tests whether you've got that security correct or not. So this is a really important enhancement on top of what you would typically see in the industry for API security. Some of the other banks do use message level encryption, but you do find a lot of uh, even financial providers of APIs that don't 
provide the message level encryption that protects you at rest, as well as doing the transport level security that protects you while it's in flight. And in addition, there's a whole load of other protection that we've put in place to prevent malicious attacks, as well as accidental overuse of our APIs. So there's a whole load of sophisticated products that we use behind the scenes. We don't always release you know, enormous detail about what technology we use because we are always you know, staying ahead of, of any people who are interested in what detail security products we use. So uh, that was a real whistle-stop tour, but to summarize it, we confirm the identity of all callers of APIs. We make sure that it's from you and not from somebody impersonating you. So that's authentication or authen, it's sometimes shortened to. We also make sure that any callers of our APIs are permitted to call those specific APIs. And we do that at a really fine grain level. We set you up for which API endpoint you can call and even which verb, HTTP verb you can call with that endpoint. And so that makes sure that only authorized transactions are executed against your pre-agreed setup. And so that's the authorization or auth We protect your API data while it's in flight using TLS. And in addition, while it's at rest, that message level encryption. So if you're talking to other API providers, this is a really important uh, point. A lot of API providers don't do that message level, level encryption to protect your data at rest, but that's really important. We use digital signing to ensure that the API requests can't be modified in any way uh, and that we're aware of it if they have been tampered with. We use message level encryption to ensure privacy so only HSBC can read your requests. When we send back a response to you over the APIs, you can be confident that only you can read the response to that message. Thanks, John. Uh, so we've got a few questions uh, coming in. Okay, this is a very generic question that which versions of ERP can API support in terms of integration with the bank? Simon, do you want to go first on that one? Well, we see a wide range of ERP and TMS providers who can support it. For example, we've actually, uh, over the last year, pre-integrated with a number of vendors. We talked about NetSuite. We're pre-integrated with Kariba, which I know is one that's... Um, heavily used across the MENA region. What I would suggest is that uh, you reach out to your existing vendor and ask the question because I'm sure you'll find that most of them can do it. And then in that situation, we will be able to support you then to, to integrate to our APIs within those platforms. Next question is uh, probably put for John. Uh, is there a documented API vetting and publishing process? Oh yeah, it's a good question. Before our API code ever gets live, there's an awful lot of steps that we do. So that ranges from uh, static code analysis. So before any code, API code can go live, it gets scanned by a number of different uh, security tools to make sure that we've not accidentally included some vulnerabilities in there. And then also in production, we have some dynamic API scanning tools as well. So they're looking for malicious content as well as malicious code that might have been changed. So that's uh, the release of the, the code, our HSBC API code to production. We also have a very strict API governance process. So any APIs before they go live, go through, uh, especially the external ones, a peer review of lead architects, 
looking for any risk of data leakage or uh, any security concerns, making sure we're following industry best practice, industry standards, making sure that they're consistent. And then there's other reviews of the documentation before it gets published to the API portal that Sai mentioned earlier. John, there's a technical question here. Is there any evidence that hackers target APIs as opposed to other entry points into client systems? Yes. Now, there's plenty of evidence that, in general, hackers target APIs. In fact, if you look at the security reports, just Google security reports, APIs are the number one target of hackers globally. You know, not, not in banks necessarily, but, but generally, um, because the danger you can do if you, if you subvert an API. If, if there's evidence that hackers attack our APIs, yes, but there is active monitoring uh, that goes on. I, I hope you'll appreciate that it's very closely guarded that information. To my knowledge, we've never had a successful hack on any of our APIs. Uh, question for Simon. Simon, now you, you spoke about you know the engagement with third parties, including NetSuite, right? How do you make sure that when we when HSBC or the bank is integrating uh, with the third parties, you know the data is kept secure or the interaction is kept secure? As John said, there's two levels to that as well. So there's the customer side on the vendor platform where the data is the responsibility of you as the customer and the vendor to make sure that data is secure. And as when that data is then encrypted, as John has said, and passed across to us, the security that John's just walked us through ensures that actually at both in traffic and at rest, we keep that data secure when we put it across the, the web and into HSBC systems. So again, there's the two levels at which we uh, the data is made secure. Thanks, Simon. I think that's it. We've come to the end of the questions that have been raised till now. So uh, I'd like to uh, you know, share a big thank you to John, Simon, Ankush uh, for attending this session. 